0: Hello, everyone. This is Peter Stone in another session of Stepping Up and Stepping Out, making 2017 your best year yet. This is session number 17, and we're all the way into August, approaching September. So I hope everyone's had a really good summer so far, and you've taken some actions to make, to put yourself really in a state where you're able to enjoy, really fully enjoy, what it is that you're doing and not be distracted by drama and things that steal the happiness and steal your joy. So the subject of this show is presence, very simply one word or two your presence or my presence in any single given moment, situation, meeting, or throughout our day. And that means being conscious and consciously choosing how we act, not react. And again, this is actually a bit of an art and a science for those of you and those of us. I still sometimes jump into the moment and just react. And a lot of times that's not a useful place to be. And I find that happens when I'm overly tired or overly stressed or overly worked. And we have to guard ourselves on these particular things in our lives that throw us off and maybe allow us to do things that we're not necessarily happy with. And things or actions or words we may have said, and we really don't mean it, but we react in the moment. When we put ourselves in a present state, which means... Stepping back, stepping out, and stepping back in. It's a lot of stepping, and that leads into stepping up and stepping out, making 2017 your best year yet. I kind of want to hammer that word, stepping. It's very important, the steps we take in life. And I know in business, I think as all people in business, we understand. We try things, and with our best research and planning, <clears throat> excuse me, and ideas, and, and we we talk to people, and we go ahead with our best research, and we don't get the result that we were after, and that may mean a cost financially, a cost in time, <clears throat> a cost in resources. And we cannot keep moving forward at a negative cost in all those areas. So we must step back in this case. Sometimes, and I remember reading in many books on business and many books on philosophy and many books on how to have a better life, or to step up in our life, is that we must step back sometimes, one step, two steps. And it looks like, oh, we're going backwards, but it's a reassessment of the assessments we just made. We must say, every decision we make, we would love to have a great Outcome, but quite frankly, if that was the case, we'd have a boring life because everything we did would have a positive, great result, and there would be kind of no challenges in our life. And I firmly believe that we're here to get through the challenges. As these challenges come to us, we don't just react. We don't just get angry. We don't just say, hey, That didn't work and keep boring ahead and getting angry and upset or maybe even turn around and look at ourselves and beat ourselves up because we didn't make what we might call quote unquote the right decision. Excuse me. But all decisions are really the right decision. It's the outcome that we may not be comfortable with or it may not be the outcome that we would desire or that we wanted. And if we demand an outcome, then we really get uncomfortable, and then we really get reactive. So that stepping back, stepping out of that situation, and probably the biggest word here is stepping out, pulling ourselves out of the moment of that situation, it doesn't matter what we're doing. It could be with a group of our friends and we're tired after work and we react in a, in a way that is less than useful uh and maybe with a great big business decision something we've been doing for three months and it didn't work out right or there's no right or wrong about it but there is working out in a positive uplifting uh productive profitable way if it's in business and it didn't work and i know i've had these situations in my life and i think a lot of us have and we without too much practice we get Disheartened, we get angry, we get upset, and we lose our energy, our power. However, stepping back and stepping out of that anger or that noise is where we find a gap a transition, a space that allows us to separate ourselves because we are not our decisions, we are not our outcomes, we are not our results. We have chosen to take these actions that give us the result. And we can choose another action to get a different result because the action we just chose that didn't give us a result, whether it's with dieting or exercise, and it didn't work the way you want it to, doesn't mean we have to quit, beat ourselves up, or beat somebody else up, or beat us all up. It's a transition moment gap time, whatever you are comfortable calling that, time to think, even meditative time, that when things get crazy and out of hand, we need to bring our presence into the situation and take a deep breath and get a grip on it, kind of get a grip on ourselves. And we've all heard that. Get a grip on it, man. Get a grip on it. And that's what that means. We all know what it means. Do we always act on it? Do we, do we allow it to go too far? And with a conscious presence, when we identify the situation, we don't necessarily have to act or react immediately. We should, re- we should act by doing nothing sometimes taking a breath sitting in silence for a moment and saying well this is the situation what can i do if there's nothing i could do then at that moment then there's nothing really to get upset about because there's nothing you can do you've got the situation in your hand and maybe you have to wait a day or two days or whatever if it's a big thing if it's a small thing you step back and step out of it and maybe say, even if it's a short comment, was that a useful thing? How could I say that better even in this moment or the next time? So observing, observation is one of the steps. There's like three things that in in the moment, in, in the day or in a say, a meeting, or if just with a group of friends? When we sit down, do we observe? Do we just jump in with our friends and we talk with them? Or do we observe where we are, what we're talking about, the, where, how far it goes beyond just us? Do we see colors on the wall? Are we experiencing truly the space that we're in? Are we enjoying that space? Are we enjoying the colors of the surroundings, the smells, the music, not just engaged without a presence of our surrounding? And having that presence allows us uh, more uh, latitude in in, um, our thinking and in our conversation and in our engagement and in the way that we... we response and renew and refresh. And if it's a Friday night and we're out together with the guys or the girls or together with the family, we want to engage and be our best selves. So kind of where am I now? What am I doing? And and how can I activate the things that are around me and further Enjoy the environment that I'm in. And to take it a further step, maybe you're in an environment that you're not really enjoying and you are conscious of that. What are the options? Well, you could get up and leave, but you're with your friends. And that may be an option because if you're really uncomfortable in that situation, you'd have to. But it's another step back. How, what about this situation do I enjoy? What do I like here? And focus on that to lift yourself up, bring yourself a little joy, a little more happiness and engage at a higher level. And the other thing in a daily basis, whether we're at work or we're doing sports or we're thinking about our diet or just life in general how am I being as a person? Like we get up in the morning and we just go, and I've spoken about this type of thing several times in different um, sessions, whether it's on the TV show or the podcast. What do we do in our day? How do we observe ourselves getting up in the morning? How do we eat in the morning? Do we rush and gulp our food and move out the door and and really rush? We can move swiftly. I've also mentioned this, like a gazelle as opposed to crashing into walls and tripping and forgetting keys and and just going about in mayhem. And this is what presence brings us, consciousness. And to take it into the switches that bring us present, a deep breath. A step back and a meditative moment before we eat. I know all through the ages and up to today, we give thanks for what we have, right? You know, I, it jumps into the gratitude, just being grateful for the fresh food that's on my table, I jump into that. And that just really makes that food taste that much better. When we don't plug into that, and then for those of us who pay attention to our diet, what I am about ready to eat, is it going to do what I have set out for my intentions for the day? for the week, for the month, for my life. If I'm making a change and I'm working to break some habit, I need to be conscious of what I've always done. So coming present and realizing out of habit to break the habit, I have to get present. And while I'm being grateful for what I'm eating, that consciousness, another step further back, another level of thinking is, well, I'm grateful for it, but are these uh, frosted flakes or the uh, Fruit Loops, you know, what I'm really grateful for? (laughs) I mean, not that everyone eats that, but as a relative measure of something that may not be good for you or good for you. Or am I really grateful for this organic oatmeal or organic vegetables, or maybe you're not eating vegetables in the morning, but maybe it's fruit, right? You've got this delicious organic fruit that it really tastes so good. Not only do you savor it, you enjoy it, and you feel the energy while you're eating it, going into your body and charging you throughout the day. You take that out as a presence, as, a, as an energy into the day. Um, that's a little better than Wheaties, I think. Just a tad up The breakfast of champions that we all know and we've been taught for so many years. I'm not sure refined sugar and refined wheat, possibly GMO, is the breakfast of champions. I don't know as Tom Brady would agree with that. So really using these as wonderful examples for being present and getting your day launched in the right way so that by the time the end of the week comes and you're in that restaurant with your friends, you've developed habits that keep you in a presence. For example, when you drive to the restaurant to meet your friends or your family, rather than just jumping out of the car and running into the restaurant, even if you were late or you were on time or you got there early, there's value in taking what is called, I've learned to understand, called transition time. Whether it's getting finish with your breakfast, getting into your car and saying, okay, I had a great breakfast, now how shall I enter my day? Get into your car and get out in traffic, how, how will I address the traffic issues? And it doesn't mean deep thinking, it just means how will I be? How am I going to be polite and let people go in front of me and that will happen to you, I mean that's the karma of it all. On the way to work, do I need to be rushed and angry or, you know, I mean, how some of us actually get? Or can I choose to offer someone to get in front of me? And that will actually open more doors down the highway for us because it's the energy of the upside. You arrive to your job and two minutes, one minute, shut off the radio, shut off the car, What is it that I'm going to contribute today in my office or me as a person with the people that I'm social with to take a minute and be present, not just get up in the morning and go thoughtlessly, aimlessly, with no real intention other than the paycheck on Friday, and Friday night in mind as the goal. I can't wait to get this week over. I think that is not conducive to a an enriching week and discussing what Friday is going to be like on Tuesday. I would say we pay attention to what it is that we have to do and we look at that as celebration for doing the great thing for which we are paid in our office, for which we want to contribute to the employer or to the world to make it a better place. Overall, with a consciousness and a presence of ourself being at one step, one person matters. And when we do this, people will observe and they will start to see a change if that's what you're about. And that's what this program is about, is about change, is about stepping up and stepping out. And certainly in the stepping up and stepping out is the stepping back and stepping out and stepping back in. Stepping back in so we step up with our game through observation, through presence, through transitional meditation, if you will, that silent moment you can consider that meditation. It is a form of shifting our thinking into a better play, in a better state of mind, a better place which carries out into the world where each one of us can make a difference to make that day so much more pleasant and enjoyable. I mean, we all know that kind of like one rotten apple can ruin the whole bunch, and that's not always the case, that there is one in any particular place. But when there is one, it kind of ruins it for us all. And if we can be examples or even share and get get honest with that person and share and maybe give them some... um leverage and, and ideas how that they may be more comfortable with themselves. And in fact, think about a couple of these steps. And I know it's not always easy. And transition is not easy. And going into presence is not easy when we have our habits of the many years. So being in a situation, we can ask, Stop and ask, how is my best self going to approach this? How is my best self going to respond? And that really can all be done in 15 seconds. The gap, the thinking gap, the gap that says, don't react right yet. Give it a little bit of a thought, give it a little bit of space, give it a little time. And by giving that time, you're really stepping up because you're saying, ah, how is it possible for me to give my best in the tiniest of things? It's not like it's got to be this big giant thing because quite frankly, I feel it's the little things in life that really add up to make a great life. And big accomplishments are wonderful, whether it's in your health, your diet, but guess what? In order to lose 40 pounds or 50 or 20 or 10, we must start with small increments, whether it's small increments of cutting out things that add fat and weight to us and increments of adding things that add Lean muscle and health to us. So, all the little things building up, which are small steps to stepping up and stepping out. And thinking about growth into the diet that you wanted. Are you there? Here it is. It's almost the end of August. We've got, we're getting close to eight months. Under our belt, so to speak, with this um, stepping up and stepping out, and and if you're following, and you or if you're just joining, you know how have you addressed your year yet? The program is all about your New Year's resolutions and carrying them through into the year, where almost every day is a new year, a new day right? I see no difference between a new day waking up in the morning and a new year. It's a fresh new day. Why do we have to think in terms of a big year? What did I do in the year? How about what did we do in the last 24 hours? Because sometimes to try to grasp onto an entire year, we miss a lot of things. We forget a lot of things the good things that we did, we forget. And maybe we are focusing too much on the less than useful things that happened. And that feels like a weight and that that affects us as to how and why and our ability to step up. It, It adds an extra weight. So, the simplification of taking a year into a day, into a moment, what I've been speaking about here is grasping that moment and plussing it, plussing it, plussing it. Of course, there's going to be minuses, but it's kind of like how a successful business works. Like Disney, for example, guy went bankrupt more than once. He had a lot of minuses. He didn't have a good name for characters. He got help and he kept at it, right? We keep at it. And we're not all Disney, but we are waking up with ourselves every day and we're pretty darn important to ourselves. So, treating ourselves the best possible way to feel the best and step into the world and want to go that extra mile if you're running or want to do an extra sit-up or push-up or want to go an extra half a mile on the bicycle or just that five more minutes of swimming or an extra five pounds on the weights and an extra mile to get to the market that has the healthier food. And that extra effort put in to say, no, don't fight. Like with a food craving, don't fight it. Replace it. I spoke about that before. Change it. Be conscious of, oh my God, I want to eat this. No, no, no. Quick, step back, step out. Step away and say, ah, deep breath, what could I eat right now? Or find something to eat that's a healthy replacement. We can kind of be dishonest with ourselves and not not be truthful, and we have to not play games with ourselves we're living with ourselves and if we want the results we need to to think from truth and we know ourselves the best and when you really want change you have to work at it and yeah it's uncomfortable But sometimes uncomfortable means 50 pounds extra weight. Sometimes uncomfortable means being overly tired and lacking energy. And sometimes uncomfortable means maybe saying something that you regretted. So this presence can negate all of that stuff. It seems so simple, it's not easy, but the process is simple. Stop, take a breath. Take a moment, think about it, step out, and step up a little bit. Grab yourself, grab your thought, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. You know what it is. Assess it for a moment in presence. And then get back in the game at a higher level that makes you smile, a higher level that makes you feel good, that you know at the end of the year, you have attained a better you, a place where you really want to be. And don't quit. Just stick with it. Who cares? If you thought you wanted to have this strict diet and you fell off, it doesn't matter. Just get back on. And so what if you gained an extra five pounds and you lost 15? So what? Get back on it. Lose the five and lose another five. And now you got 20. The thing is, is to get back on that horse when you fall off, whether it's diet or exercise or health or business. All of it is pretty much the same, the same mindset. So when you practice this in just one part of your life, you're able to carry that over in all the other parts of our life, because I'm talking about me too. This is all experience that I have, I'm i bringing to the table through a lot of pain and a lot of uh, understanding about, hey, how do I sculpt the better me? And whether it's weight, and I'm fortunate to still say I'm keeping an extra 18 to 20 pounds off after a couple of years. And I sneak in a carb every now and then because I'm not going to not enjoy life. And an ice cream and all the fun stuff. But I just don't live in that fun, sweet stuff all the time. And it's habit. It's presence. It's stepping out feeling it, assessing it, and moving forward. So ask, what perspective in your life is really going to help you? Have a little self-talk. You know, take that five-minute meditation. Ten minutes is better. Twenty is better. And if you can get 30 minutes, you'll find the longer, the more practice you you have, and you find more quieter space, the less rushed you'll feel or the less stressed you'll feel. And yeah, we have to shut the noise off and that's a job. But again, a little bit at a time, will get you into making 2017 your best year yet. This is Peter Stone with session number 17 on Presence, making your best year yet stepping up and stepping out, saying thank you for checking in and we'll see you on the next session. Good luck and pay attention.